I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Ah, uh, yes, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. We're coming to you live from the world-famous AfterBuzz TV studios here in sunny Los Angeles, California. Woo-woo! What, what? And if we got a show for you, we've got all the dust-ups and fisticuffs and all that good <laughs> stuff. But before we get started, let me introduce to you the amazing panel I have here with me tonight, all the way over to the far, far left. He is the international super scout the law doctor himself, watching wrestling from Pakistan to Singapore <laughs> to right here in the good old U.S. of A. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Roger Corral. Thank you, thank you. What happened to Transylvania? Transylvania. Can we ask the chat, is Transylvania a real country? Chat. Let's not. Please. Wrong answers only. Please answer that question. Speaking of Transylvania, next to Roger is our fashionista, the tea sipper, the tea spiller. Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Jessica O'Connor. So you mean to tell me Hotel Transylvania is not a documentary? <laughs> I'm seriously confused. You're going to be so well, disappointed, Hotel man. Transylvania 2 is a documentary. Okay. Okay. So I'm not totally off. That one's based on a true story. Uh, and in the booth, ladies and gentlemen, King of the Bing Bang Boom, he is the super producer. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Josh Alonzo. Wait, so are you telling me Transylvania is not in Pennsylvania? <laughs> no. See, Josh gets it. Transylvania is the capital of Pennsylvania, right? Got it. Okay. That, that makes, makes, it makes sense. sense. Yeah. 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 That adds up. Uh, and, you know, right? Yeah. <laughs> And I am your benevolent host, Fancy Jack Farmer. And oh, my stars and garters, have we got a show. We got this. Dylan Matthews said Transylvania is the capital of Australia. I, I knew I, it. I, I knew it. It would explain all the dangerous creatures in Australia. Uh, Dylan, how do you survive there? I feel like the spiders are this big. Uh, and Dylan's so, going through a lot in Australia, man. So, uh, so... The show kicks off with a promo with the number one contender, one-eyed John Moxley, <laughs> uh, coming to the ring in his hometown. Now, <coughs> show, some shows always kick off with a promo. Some kick off with a match. Let me kick it over to you guys. Do you guys prefer these uh, opening promos, or are you more of like, let's get into the action? I want Jessica's opinion on this, because I, I was talking about, like, again, Jessica's new to, like, the wrestling game. I want to I know what... I feels. like I like the build up. I like the hype. Like I, I don't know, especially for this specific match because he's from Ohio mm -hmm. and he's like, I got the whole city on my back. I like those odds. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Like I'm not even from Cleveland, but I got hyped for that. I agree. When he said that, I was like, yeah, let's get him. It was a and that is so, so cool. cool. Like this imagine <laughs> that, like having your entire hometown like. Yeah. Behind you, that would be sick. The city has their own chant. Who knew? I, I didn't know that. Right, yeah. and so, oh, and then they were like H I O. Right? Oh, oh, yeah. I, oh, H I O. Oh, H I O. Someone from Ohio in the chat teaches the Where's chant. The <laughs> I think we just spell it, but <laughs> no, there's a rhythm to it. We don't have the rhythm oh. down. Yeah, there, there is. To be fair, there is a rhythm. I, I like. He just, I, I liked the intensity of John Moxley, but the, the 
every like come join me in this this journey vibe that John Moxley had, yeah. right? Like huh. I like how he was like, I'm not gonna win the title, I'm gonna take it. Oh. It was uh oh, we got what? <laughs> This is, is this Gregorian chant? No, this is the Ohio chant. Oh, this is a chant? This is for the Buckeyes. Oh, it's for oh, the Buckeyes. Oh, I went to Texas. Get out of here. What is this? Give me an O. Oh, give me an H. H. Give me an I. I. Give me an O. Oh, what do you have? Ohio. Ohio. Louder. Ohio. Is it okay if I say I don't think it's that cool anymore? The Midwest I- is weird. <laughs> I take it back. Tell me about it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so, um, yeah, I take that back. I don't know if I like John Moxley's promo anymore. Yeah, yeah, my entire opinion on the subject has changed. Can I join the inner circle now? Yeah. (laughs) Finally, we've been waiting. We've been waiting. Speaking of joining... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Inner Circle. They got five extra members <laughs> for a Donnybrook with uh, the uh, John Moxley himself. Uh, Roger, how did you feel that this whole thing broke down? It felt very uh, Attitude Era, in my opinion. It did. It reminded me of when DX used to beat up on The Rock, and then you would discover there's additional members of the McMahon-Helmsley era, and people keep appearing. And it, it was great. I loved it. By the way, side topic, I love when Jericho came out and the crowd started singing the song. I think this should become a thing now. I love this. That song's been stuck in my head this whole time. Yeah, it's. It, I, I, they, they, I think the first time they really did it was on the boat. Which uh, was amazing. Which was amazing. <laughs> and then today they did it again, and I agree 100%. Like, even in the main event, he came out to his own song. I think he's starting to like his own song a little too much. <laughs> I feel like he always really liked his, his own song. <laughs> but, but going back, yeah, like... <laughs> I imagine Jericho being like, isn't this the best song ever written? <laughs> Come on, guys. In a Come on. <laughs> yeah. In a shower. <laughs> when Moxie took his car, he probably had that song ready. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you get in the car, like a friend comes in, you turn it on, and like the radio's blaring, and it's something embarrassing. Damn, Judas playing. <laughs> like, oh, oh, sorry. oh, sorry. <laughs> Actually, if you I like it, though. <laughs> 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 he, uh, but, but, yeah, Jericho found himself some friends. I liked it, and I thought it was really cool. Like you said, it felt very Attitude Era. Yeah, and it, it really kind of carried us into the, the main event where Jericho and Proud and Powerful teamed up to take on uh, some of our favorites, Private Party and Darby Allen. You know it's the Matt Militant. Sing it with me. Come in to get it all. <laughs> I think you guys like that song too much. Like, yeah. that, that's, that's like your song. This is the song that plays when I turn my car on. <laughs> Pulling out of the lot here. Yeah. <laughs> I met Teddy Long at a WrestleMania access convention, and the guy's so nice. Like, I just want to play the song all the time, so I'm okay with it. Teddy Long's a legend. He's a low-key... He deserves more credit than he gets. Uh, <laughs> speaking of more credit than you get, uh, I think this was a solid match. Uh, Jessica, how would you feel uh, your boys' private party did tonight in the main event? Ugh, well, I'm biased, you know. <laughs> I, I like everything they do. I mean, no matter the outcome, I just feel like they're fun to watch. 
Does it is it weird that they seem to skyrocket up and then just they've struggled ever since that tag team tournament? I don't know. I, I honestly I think sometimes we put too much focus on their losses. The fact that they may have ended tonight, and I like that Jr. Hint pointed out that they did upset the Young Bucks in the tournament mm-hmm. at CHC, and I feel like at that point I don't know if you can slide down too much. Again, they may have ended tonight, and the crowd was hot for them. Yeah, Isaiah Cassidy took you know he was the one that got pinned, but he 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 was this close. Yeah. To Jericho himself, and honestly, there was a part of me that thought he was going to get it. I, 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 I did pop a little bit. I was like, "Ooh, uh, Darby Allen still looking like a star." There was a post-match beatdown that happened right after, and uh, it looked to me like Guevara was was targeting. Uh, the skateboard and Darby Allen a little bit. Do you think we're getting some preview to possibly a Guevara Allen? That uh, makes sense to me. Match? Like I like those two against each other because I yeah. feel like they're two wrestlers that could like rise up at the same time because they're around the same age, and that could be more of like a a long standing rivalry than just like one good match. That's true. And yeah. they're both lanky, so I want to see some lanky moves. You know, <laughs> lanky. <laughs> What are these called outside of like the Darby Allen hitting him with the link? <laughs> the wacky inflatable tube. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah, this the, we've said before. I feel like these guys are going to be those those rivals that just their whole career continue yeah. to, to go at it because they're so different, <coughs> but they're they're similar in a lot of ways. And I was really. As they were going at it, I was really excited about like possible promos, backstage stuff they could do because because Darby is so serious but so cool, and Guevara is such a jerk. Yeah, right? and I, I I can't wait to see him get coffin dropped. I'm joking. I love Guevara. I'm in a circle. <laughs> it's I, a, it's a good contrast because again, the crowd is really hot for Darby, but it's funny we don't know that much about Darby, so it's kind of like we like the mystery. We like not knowing enough. Do we want to see him cut a promo? Or would we rather keep him, like, I, I don't want to know. Yeah? Um, I'd be eat. down. I'd be down for, like, a little one. But what if... Just, <laughs> like, just a little, just like... A teeny like promo. Just a teeny <laughs> little promo. He's just like, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> That's tonight, all I need. Tonight, I'm going to win the match. <laughs> Charisma. <laughs> Uh, Switchman94 said after that Darby skateboard spot, I want to see Darby versus Sammy. So people want to see this. Yeah, I I would like to see it. I'm guessing he's referring to the skateboard to the throat kind of. No, that was tough. That's how it sounds. (laughs) (laughs) You go to the doctor. (laughs) What what happened? I got. Oh, let me Google that. Uh, Let me get you some help right away. Yeah, so, and, and yeah, speaking of, of help, uh, Jessica, could you do a favor and let everyone who's listening and watching know how they can help us? Absolutely. We, wow. <laughs> I can't speak. I got with that. I'm going to try that again. Absolutely, guys. Thank you so much for watching After Buzz TV every single week. We appreciate it more than you know. And if you want to help us out, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow our Instagram. Add us on Twitter and keep the conversation going in the chat, on the interwebs, any way you can. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much also to, to Dang MQ, Dylan Matthews, External Shockwave, Joseph Boza, SwitchFan94, and everyone who's joining us after the NXT after show. Uh, I got to be a guest on there. It was super fun. Uh, and thank you just for joining us for both shows. We really appreciate it. That's a good show over there. If you don't check it out, check it out. It'd be a good thing to do. 
you're starting to pop up there a little too often. Yeah. Yeah. I'm starting to get a little suspicious. Yeah. Listen, if there's one constant in my life, it's that I don't jump ship and act like I'm part of multiple teams all at the same time. So I am I am here. This is my team. I'm not a double agent yet. Until next week. Unless, unless, unless. you guys got some money. Whoa, I'll, sell out. I'll sell out. See, he shows up without a tie once, and he's just changed. The new man. new man. I don't know if well, as we talk about, you know, payoffs and things like that, MJF had a payoff for Butcher and the Blade and the Bunny. I, I, it was a very short little vignette, but I absolutely loved the style of this scene where MJF gives the money over. What did you guys think? He's a little gangsta gangsta. <laughs> yeah. Like mob I, vibes. I yeah. like the camera setting. It, it's a different feel than most other backstage vignettes. So I, I like that a lot. And it actually made me think, I feel like, you know, we've we've critiqued these characters a bit. But I, I was just thinking, like, when we get action figures for these people, they looked really cool back there. Like, I want to yeah. see all these people in video games mm. and toys. And they look cool. Yeah. Yeah, we keep hearing rumors of a video game. And I want to know more about that. But that's it for another day. I thought this backstage uh, little promo was very Lucha Underground-esque for anyone who's ever watched yeah. Lucha Underground. And I was a huge fan of Lucha Underground, so I really loved... Yeah, the just the camera work felt different. It felt more movie. It felt more mm-hmm. TV, which I thought was a really cool contrast to the rest of the show. And I like this this uh, this combination of MJF and Butcher and the Blade. And when they came out to his music, MJF has some cool music. Too. <laughs> like it's, 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 See, I can't think of it. Like it doesn't even register in my head. What is his song? It Do you know the name it, of it? it? Why don't you sing it for us, Jack? Could you anything. sing us a bar? <laughs> it's just a, MJF. He's a happy guy. Doesn't. <laughs> Where's a scarf and speedos? Uh, that's by that, the way, dang that's it. why I don't make music for wrestling. <laughs> See, this is why. Yeah, I don't remember that. It one. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> dang him, Q said Jessica and Roger need to know that Jack wore a T-shirt on the Royal Rumble review. T-shirt. Oh my god! I did. Hashtag casual f- Jack. Yeah. Casual Jack. Casual Jack. I, uh, casual Jack. Casual Jack. Casual Jack. <laughs> Uh, that would be all my there'd be no background music if I made music for wrestlers it'd just be me singing like Jack you get those ready yeah I prepared them Cody Rose is going to the ring you hit play oh god it sounds like you recorded this on your iPhone right before you got here maybe Uh, so uh, now it Butcher Blade and the Bunny, they, they come up short again De, against the, the Bucks, so it's, it's fair. But they, have, they not, have they won a match yet, these, this combo? But see, they're not here to win matches. They're here to take down Cody. That's what mm. we need to remember. That's true. That's a fair point. So because they, they did end up uh, attacking the Bucks after the match, so hey, they did technically do what they were supposed to do, what they were paid to do. Good job, it's ethical. You guys are, you know, <laughs> blade. that's what I like about them. They're very ethical. They do their job. They do they it right. They clock in. They clock, they clock out. They, clock out. <laughs> they don't cause any problems. Uh, yeah, and, and speaking under of, the radar, uh, under the radar. Yeah, they don't cause problems. They don't <laughs> start drama. They just take their money, beat some folks up. They go home, see their family. That's how I uh, like to live. I don't blame them. 
The uh, so after the match though, Omega and Hangman, uh, buddies of the Bucks, come out to make the save. I loved one of my favorite spots of the night. Hangman saying, "Hold my beer" to Matt Jackson yeah, that was the best. before coming in and, it and grabbing it and walking out. Hangman <laughs> might be my current favorite person in AEW right now. Whoa, that's he, a big statement. He is so. He's so fun. How do you not like this guy? They need to sell some Hangman beer. You know, we have the bubbly for Jericho. Oh, yeah. Hashtag branding. Branding, guys, come on. If if I was at one of their shows and they had Hangman beer, I don't care what it costs. I'd probably get that (laughs) over whatever else they're selling. Even if it was clearly just like Bud Light poured into a cup that says Hangman beer, I'd be like, Hangman beer. This is cowboy stuff. So much with that. If Hangman had a beer, what class would it be? Would it be an amber? Would it be a pale ale? Would it be IPA? What do we think? He doesn't strike me as the IPA type. No, he's a, he, whatever Cowboys drink. Whatever yes. Cowboys drink. Like <laughs> PBR. PBR, yeah. It'd be something, it'd be something tough. Bush light. Bush. Something that doesn't taste, <laughs> it'd be something that doesn't taste good because it's Not refrigerated. Yeah. Warm. It's, not. <laughs> it's been in the sun uh, all day. Josh, would you drink hangman beer? Heck yeah, I would. <laughs> You know they who, need to get on that. That's a great idea. Yeah. You know who's not drinking the Hangman beer is the Young Bucks because they had a little promo la- later in the night where they're talking about the dork order <laughs> and uh, Santana and Ortiz and saying that their goal is to win the tag team titles. Now Kenny Omega, very political, very diplomatic, <laughs> but old Hangman. He throws some shade and is like, hey, we got nameplates for ours. Don't worry. I got you some, too. There you go. Hold on on to that. Are we going to... I want to see these two go at it. Do you guys want to see this? I I told... I don't like to see my favorite groups break up, even a little. Like, I I don't like it. It bothers me. Like, I don't like... So I'm not looking forward to this. But yeah, it's going to happen. Do you think that Hangman will turn on Omega or Omega will turn on Hangman? Or will Omega turn on the Bucks? It could go a million different directions. <laughs> That's a lot of turns. <laughs> turn I'm <dizzy>. I don't <laughs> want anyone to turn on anyone. I want... Can't we just get along? Yeah, can we get along? <laughs> I want fights. I want, I want... You know, listen. The Elite has had their time. I'm ready for them to be done. That's right. It's the time <laughs> of the inner circle and the dark order. And even the Nightmare Collective... I think that Hangman has a point. It's not the booze talking. I think <laughs> it's time for Hangman to stand up. And Kenny Omega, you're more than a friend. You're a partner. And Good you boy. need to start backing your boy a little bit more, fella. That's what I say. So who's your <laughs> ideal clap. winner? Who do you want to come out on top? I want Omega to say, listen, I'm a champion and championships come first. Young Bucks, get to the back of the line. Oh, my God. And then where's Hangman in this? He's at the bar, probably. Jack just wants conflict. Like, obviously, you have no stake in any of this friendship at all. Yeah. (laughs) No, well, because they even even right in front of their friend's face, the Young Bucks had the audacity to think of themselves as the best tag team in the world. (laughs) And I've said it before. (laughs) 
Young Bucks until you're the AEW uh, Tag Team Champions. You ain't the best. There could be a point there. Just imagine. How 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 is their rankings like? How is uh, Kenny Omega and Hangman's ranking compared to the Young Bucks? Because if they have a higher rank, they could potentially pull rank and say, hey, we got the next title shot. You guys don't. Well, I do think it's coming at a revolution. <laughs> so Proud and Powerful is number two, I think. They're still number two. Yeah, they they've should be. They only lost once. Yeah. Uh, and that was to private party. Um, so uh, they they should be the next ones to get the shots. But um, I do think at Revolution we're going to probably see the Young Bucks get the tag team title shot. I And like I said, I want to see Kenny Omega turn. I want to see him. All right, he's suck. pulling up the graphic right now. So far, number one is Hangman and Omega. They're the champs. So they're the champs. And then we have SCU, second oh, place, Santana Ortiz, third. Young Bucks is fourth. Okay. Wait, how is how is SCU number one when they're zero and one, but Dark Order's one and zero? I think that's for the year. I think it's combined records as well as well as singles runs type of things. Oh, this is like college football, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the championship uh, committee has to vote <laughs> for the final four. Um, Wait, Jack, can I? Who's your favorite tag team of all time? Currently, or all at, time, all time, Dudley Boys. They weren't champions that. Often. Uh, all right, all right. Just wondering. That often. <laughs> all right, just wondering. The ECW tag team. Uh, no, no, I, oh my god! What have I done? Three <laughs> <laughs> D. Uh, so I think that that is going to be a, a fun uh, situation. But before that, they have a match next week where the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Hangman are going to team up to face Butcher Blade. And the Lucha Bros, in what I think has to be a barn burner of a match, do you think Butcher <laughs> and the Blade finally get a win here? Or do you think that, like, what do you think happens? This is such a combustible match. Lucha Brothers always mean something big's happening. There's conflict on the, the elite side. How do you guys see that playing out? I mean, there's already so many people involved, but I could see <laughs> this being one of those giant takeover moments where everybody comes out. A locker Ooh, I, room clearing? Yeah. I could see an accidental hit as well. Ooh. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially that slingshot clothesline that yeah. Hangman throws around willy It's a little reckless. some more, like, out of the ring stuff. Like, going through a table and some more, like, beat-ups in the parking lot. I like when they that's do that. A, that's, very, that's very Anissa of you. She's very, uh, she's very, like... I like when they then, take it outside. And then barbed wire gets involved. I will say my favorite AEW moment is still the Dippin' Dots moment. Yeah, so I get it. Yeah. That was such a good moment. That was so good. It would be fun. They haven't done that in a while. I think it would feel fresh. There's, yeah, yeah lots of good potential moments that could come from, from that matchup. And, and there's also some good moments that happen on Tuesdays. And so it's that time of the show where we pass it on over to Roger to tell us all about what happens on AEW Dark. Let's go. All right. So it's been a while, guys. AEW Dark every Tuesday. If you're not checking it out every Tuesday, you should. The show's no longer even an hour. It's half an hour long. So if you can't watch half an hour, like, honestly... It might turn into a 15-minute show at this point. Just watch it, all right? Um, So we had a combination of matches. Uh, We had Nyla Rose take on Shanna in a tables match. So if you're into tables, they got you. Uh, Look no further. I know. So this was at at Bash at the Beach. This was like two weeks ago. We had a combination of matches in this show. Um, So good stuff. They've been feuding for a while. Nyla Rose... uh, 
power bombs Shanna through a table, and then she power bombs Sadie Gibbs through a table. So again, good table content. All right, like, <laughs> like, they, they they got you. This is your yeah. spot. All right, um, and that one wasn't even promoted. They kind of just threw it. The show started with that, so it was pretty great. Um, and then we went back to a boat. I can't get off this boat, and we had a match on the boat again. So I was really happy. QT Marshall took on Kip Sabian. And that was a nice match. Can I just say QT Marshall is really over with the crowd. That yeah. guy has like an 0 and 8 record, 0 and 7. No one cares. My family went to go see him in Garland a few weeks ago at Dynamite and the whole crowd went wild for him. So, another great showing by him. Again, he took another loss. So, you know, if you were looking for QT Marshall to win, maybe don't watch Dark mm-hmm. this week. I don't know. Maybe I don't if you're into suffering, maybe you're you into should. Loser. <laughs> It's your call, all right? The guy the guy will be there. Uh, and then they ended, we went back. So we went on a boat, and then we went back to Bash at the Beach, and we saw the Dark Order take on Sunny Kiss and Brandon Cutler. And I think a part of what makes Dark really cool is you see the development of these people. Brandon Cutler came out with some new gear, and he has this new thing where, like, so I don't know that much about Dungeons and Dragons, but apparently there's a thing where you roll a dice and you determine how much power you get from it. He came out on stage and he threw the dice and he got the lowest number possible, which meant he was going to get beat. And sure enough, he went in. Dark Order took care of business. The Dark Order didn't even want to recruit these guys after they beat them up. That's how bad it was. Well, I mean, if you roll D20 and it comes out to one, yeah, I wouldn't take it either. I know. Yeah. I know. It was rough. So again... Some good stuff. We had tables. We had the Dark Order when we we had a boat again. So if you want to check out Dark, make sure and tune in to YouTube and just type in Dark. Well, don't type in Dark. (laughs) (laughs) You never know what you're going to (laughs) get. Right. That can be a very dangerous Google search. (laughs) (laughs) Type in AEW Dark and you'll find it. Yeah. Good correction there. So, yeah, AW Dark is, is such a good show as a supplement to, to Dynamite. Because a lot of times I hear complaints. I hear people say, I don't like this about AW. They don't show this person about AW. <laughs> and I always say, you got to watch Dark. That's where it's happening. Yeah. Lots of great women wrestlers were featured on Dark. I thought that uh, Sunny Kiss is a star, by the way. Yeah. George Hermosa, who hosts all the WWE pay-per-view after shows here, um, I was chatting to him over in the uh, the host lounge uh, over by the uh, oh fancy the, by, the, by, the, by, the, by the coffee the coffee bar uh, <laughs> um, and uh, like we were both agreed that Sonny Kiss just ha- he's he's such an interesting and unique character good at wrestling but no no one else out there is anything like Sonny Kiss no and that's worth checking it, checking out AEW Dark for on its own um, and also Kip Sabian. Very, very good, which leads me to a match he had today against Cody, and this was this was fun. The one thing, though, I want the first thing I wanted to mention about this match, and this is me just maybe nitpicking, but I don't think Cody Rhodes needs a manager. I don't think he needs Arn Anderson. With I him. thought the same thing. In fact, I, th- I feel like Arn kind of pulls him back a little bit because Cody's so cool and. Yeah, you have someone. Look, I love Arn Anderson. I think he should be a manager of someone, but it just—it doesn't feel like he fits his style. You're right. He is cool. Imagine, like you know, seeing the high school or something having a man. It's the same thing. They're supposed to be on the same level with each other, and I don't think he would ever do that. I agree. I I did like Arn Anderson's vest, though. Nice vest. Yeah. 
Well, and, and I think because Cody's so stylish. Right? He is. And, and Arn Anderson, look, he dresses fine, but he doesn't dress as like a... Like, he doesn't super, wear a suit and tie. Arn Anderson looks like the grandfather that can kick your ass. You know, like, I love, that's a great mess, I love Arn Anderson. <laughs> I just think I would love for him to be a manager of of someone like a... Uh, me and Flo were talking about this backstage, um, you know, again, by the, the host pool. And... <laughs> Uh, when you say pool, <laughs> and he was, uh, and he was saying he thought like Brandon Cutler maybe should have a manager like yeah he would be great like with Arn him, Anderson or, or something like that. But Cody, Cody's already the full package. I feel like I, there's better places to use an Arn Anderson. It's kind of like if The Rock came out with a manager, you know, it doesn't yeah. work. And I, Cody, unnecessary, yeah, really yeah. unnecessary. He's he's way too cool. I, I fully agree with that. Yeah, uh, good. <laughs> yeah. Have we ever all what agreed on one thing? <laughs> right now, Nisa's like, no! <laughs> Seriously typing. <laughs> I'm uh, glad we could all agree that Cody is cool. <laughs> Cody's, Cody's very cool. Uh, we have good analysis. Uh, so what I liked about this, though, is that there's tons of shenanigans involved, whether it be Kip kind of trying to get Arn ejected, whether it be... Uh, Penelope Ford getting knocked down and Cody picking her up, Kip with the knee thing and Arn bumping the ref and all this other stuff. Uh, I felt like this is another one of those great examples of Kip Sabian, even though losing, looking great. Did you guys get that same feeling or did it feel like Cody was stepping down to meet Kip at his level? Yeah, I I, I don't need this match. I, I don't think it benefits anyone. I think Cody should be maybe doing a promo or doing something else. And this is Kip Sabian's not gonna beat Cody. You know, that's too much of a of a match for him at this moment in his career. So I, I don't think it benefits him. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I don't I didn't have too much of an opinion on it either. I like Cody a lot. But I yeah. I kind of I guess I'm on your side. I thought he looked cool too. You know, he has <laughs> right. the girlfriend and they were pulling all kinds of tricks on us. You yeah. know, it was it wasn't like he was getting his Tuckus. 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 I think. <laughs> we avoid the explicit tag. It was till the murder last week, but that's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was honestly thinking we'd see Cody with Arn Anderson lead to us a Spears with a Tully type of match. So maybe that's where they were headed. Who knows? Yeah. They, I think they, they already did Spears versus Cody for a little bit, but maybe. Joseph Boza says, Cody was stepping down to meet Kip's levels. Cody is stuck with his character because he can't challenge for the World Heavyweight Championship. It does feel, since Cody's stipulation, I feel like he can't do anything. <laughs> like, he can't yeah. challenge for the belt. Yeah. yeah, it makes a lot of his matches seem less valuable because it doesn't matter where he's at on the rankings. It do, it's not going to go anywhere. So I do actually see where that could be an issue. Do you think with this possibility he might create his own mid-card <laughs> title just so he can have a championship and compete for something? Or do you think he might build his way up to the He makes his own program? belt. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I would love for them to have another title, but I, I would not like that situation. That would seem, seem kind of like a, a pouty kid. I'll make my own title. I don't need you. You guys can't stop me. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, But I did think that there was a lot of character development with Kip showing that he wasn't just a wrestler. He was able to do these, these shenanigans and things. Uh, I loved the spot, though, where he went to kiss Penelope Ford and Joey Janela popped his head in in between. Yeah. Very silly, but still fun. Uh, and it 
pushes what's clearly a, a feud between those two. Um, so I thought a lot of people looked good in, in, this, uh, in this match. And speaking of looking good, it is that time in the show we pass on over to Jessica for the runway. <laughs> Uh, uh, <laughs> where's my backup singer? I didn't know what you were going to uh, say because sometimes you say like lights, lights, dance, dance. Mm, so, you okay. know, know your role. <laughs> Come prepared. Step it up. What? Level up. <laughs> Boys. <laughs> what is happening? I don't know. I'm getting carried away. That's, that's what we- <laughs> um, Also, I came, you know, I've been scarred. I've been scorned by my picture game, so I do not do pictures anymore. We're just going to chat. Or actually, you know what? I may bring back pictures. Who knows? This was no pictures because uh, I felt like it. So Britt Baker, you know, my, my go-to gal, my my probably highest... Rep- she has been your go-to gal. Yeah. 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 She's most, most consistent, I will say. Maybe yeah. her style aligns closest with mine. I don't know, but... She had a really bold red eye tonight. Her hair was incredible. She looked like a freaking mermaid. And her outfit, I liked that they did the red, too. Maybe this is just, like, my uh, English major brain. But I was like, oh, I love this, like, symbolism devil girl. Like, rare turn heel. I don't know. It was fun. So I thought she looked great. Red hot Britt Baker. And we'll get into, I'm sure, her devilish ways later. Yeah. I like Um, that. And <laughs> who knew the whip drop was going to become so popular? It always works. Why wouldn't it? <laughs> and yeah, I actually thought Cody looked really cool tonight too for the men. I was digging his like hot pink pants. He was giving me eighty ski lodge vibes. There yeah. was a lot of pink. Kenny had a pink polo. Lot- oh wait! Oh my gosh! Also, SCU in the Lakers uh, jersey. I can't forget that. How could I forget that? That was probably. The most notable, obviously, we could dive into that, but you guys all know what it meant to mm-hmm. us and to everyone in the crowd. So I thought that was great. Yeah. It's especially, been a rough week. so yeah. Especially a SoCal-based team yeah. such as yeah. that. Um, it was necessary. Yeah, look at that. They look fantastic. That was so fun and uh, heartwarming. I literally have been, it's been a rough, rough week, so this made me so happy. And, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was obviously, uh, you know, Tough, tough news over the weekend with uh, with Kobe Bryant. And it was a really cool way to tribute without spending a whole lot of time on the show about it. But it was a good, it was a good uh, tribute. I, I agree with all all mentioned. Uh, and you, but you did mention Britt Baker and Dylan Matthews said Britt Baker is in the Runway Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. D- yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She is. Dylan, Dylan, correct. Uh, so so Britt though she she cut another promo. Furthering her descent into evil, uh, I loved a few lines from her. She said, "I was training worldwide. You held the microphone." <laughs> which was, Brutal. Which was cold. Uh, she called it out, saying it was her division because she's there every week. Unlike Riho, who is not. And she I walked away that. with the thought of, "She's not wrong." Yeah. But, <laughs> what, how did you guys feel? Because last week she seemed a little shaky. This time it felt. A oh, more, she got some confidence. Way more believable. Yeah. Way yeah. more believable. I, I think I. She was telling the truth. I know I'm gonna get so much flack from the comments. It felt like a CM Punk pipe bomb moment to mm-hmm. me, and it felt real. And everything she was saying about Jr., everything she was saying about Riho, it's all true. It's all true. So yes. I was gonna debate her on it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was she, she was definitely shooting, and it was I thought it was great. Her confidence was. It made me actually wonder if maybe she wasn't that she was uncomfortable last week, but maybe I was thinking maybe she was cold because it was super <laughs> breezy. She was in her. No, I mean, I mean, you know, you're you're in tights. It's you're on the boat. There's wind blowing. She's maybe not like, seventy. Like what? Really? <laughs> Listen to her voice though. They did a re. Uh, someone did a replay, and she was. I look up the. I'm yeah. brilliant. She literally goes. I'm brilliant. Yeah, I think maybe she, she her was, voice did not shake this week though. I will give she, her that. I I think that maybe the elements had something to do with last week. You you're giving her a lot of credit. I think. So you think if they ever wrestle outside, Britt Baker's done. <laughs> like she's, <laughs> like she's, that's she's just too cold. <laughs> Taps out to the call stipulation. They're going to be like, ah, Britt Baker, I know your weakness. I know your weakness. Your weakness. You blow a fan. Get cold (laughs) easy. (laughs) Uh, So now uh, you had mentioned Nyla Rose. Uh, She had a match with Big Swole today, and she got a big win over Big Swole. (laughs) Nyla is, is crushing everyone in front of her. Some big names uh, in this division. I, I'm a big fan of Big Swole, so I was kind of bummed out she lost, but uh, Nyla seems to be the number one contender at this point, right? Yeah. I was bummed out, too. Big Swole, uh, like, is, the again. The crowd was definitely behind her. They were. Yeah. She's a big fan favorite. And again, another reason why you should check out Dark, like, I, I still remember the moment of Kenny giving her her job opportunity. Mm-hmm. So ever since, like, I've been rooting for her. Yeah, those little things are so big. Especially, I wish Dark did more of the uh, un, undesirable to undeniable pieces. Yeah, I like those, those were really, really cool. Where they talk about how no one wanted someone, but then they proved themselves, and now <laughs> we took you in. And she's from Florida. And she's Clearwater. From- what's up? <laughs> That's like my childhood beach. Clearwater. Clearwater. Woo woo! Shout out. Here's uh, So I mean, because right now it does it does seem like you've got these three big villains in the women's division. You've got the Nightmare Collective, which will count as one. <laughs> you've got uh, Nyla Rose, and now you've got Britt Baker. Are we like, are we getting villain heavy in the women's division right now? Because it seems like all three of them could lay claim to going after Riho at this point, right? Oh, that's a good point. Poor little Riho. Poor little Riho. <laughs> she's not even here. She's, <laughs> like, she's under the radar. She comes right. back and she discovers the right. whole thing's gone to hell. Right now she's telling her friends, like, oh, they love me back then. <laughs> Why can't we just let her fly? <laughs> let her soar. Right, go, like, win her little rounds to collect her money and <laughs> go on home. Yeah, she must go into the locker room and everyone's just like... <laughs> and she just looks around like... She's so happy. What I miss. <laughs> uh, so, who do you think gets the next title shot of those three? You're right. I think this. I think this whole company is pretty villain heavy. I, I think. Yeah. I think Nyla Rose is making a point that it should be her. Brett Baker could complain all she wants, but she needs bigger wins. And I think Nyla Rose is taking all of those. Heard that. You need the dubs. That is dubs. how you get ahead in pro wrestling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then real quick, SCU beat the Hybrid 2. Good to see SCU bounce back. Uh, Raj, let me ask you, is the Hybrid 2, are they the most talented team in AEW that never wins? Yeah, I think it was Tony Schiavone that said it. They're the, they might be the most underrated team. And if you ever followed these guys in the independent circuit, they're amazing. So I, I'm hoping that this is a good year for them. 
I think I think they need to start racking up some wins because they are super talented. And Helico is so good, was so good on Lucha Underground, and Jack Evans has been all over the place as well. But originally from Parkland, Washington, where I'm from. Shout out Parkland. Okay, Parkland. guys. Woo woo. Rogers like Houston. <laughs> I'm from El Paso. El Paso. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Eddie Guerrero is from, guys. Yeah. There you go. He has one. Yeah. Lasso from El Paso. Oh, my God. That's the only reason I but, but actually, if we're going to get into this, I have Hulk Hogan and John Cena. Oh. oh. John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you got, Jack? <laughs> from Park? <laughs> Jack Evans. <laughs> I win. Uh, Jessica takes it. Dar- Darby <laughs> Allen's from up, up that way, too. Up that way? But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Pac cut a little promo. Are, is I love, love, love Pac, but is it getting kind of old of him losing and being like, I want another match? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like that's kind of all he's done, right? Yeah. He's he's a wrestler's wrestler. Does he need Arn Anderson? <laughs> Let's just get Arn Anderson to like, whoever we can <laughs> find. <rotation. laughs> See who sticks. I think he might benefit from him, actually. Yeah. Arn Anderson was a great guidance to the four horsemen in WCW. Guys like, you know, Malenko and Benoit and uh, and uh, Steve Mongo Steve McMichael. Mongo, the best horseman. <laughs> the greatest horseman. <laughs> and so, you know, yeah, I think a guy like him would benefit. Yeah. I think, I think he needs something to give him a little flash over uh, just the rematches and things. But the, there's a lot of people who don't have just flash. They have a lot going for them, and we call them the elite of the week. Elite of the week. This week, ladies and gentlemen, we're starting at number five, and we are going with the native beast, Nyla Rose. She's throwing everybody through tables. It doesn't matter if you're good, bad, or in the middle. She's going to pick you up, slam you down, and count you one, two, three. Riho, <laughs> you better put some eyes in the back of your head because she's coming for you. And at number four, we got the Dark Order. They won a match on Dark, and now they're recruiting, and they're beating people, and they're slowly growing and adding. If you hadn't joined the Dark Order yet, do yourself a favor. Join them. It's a fun time. Shout out to Street Fighter cosplay with that Vega mask. Oh, yeah. That looks really cool, actually. It does. It does. And so, number three, we've got Cody. He went into his match with Kip Sabian, dealt with all the shenanigans that they could throw at him, and he hit not one, not two, but three crossroads. I think we're going to get a new Cody very soon, a dark, mean, evil one. And if your name has the initials MJ and F, I say watch out, because Cody is looking mean. Next up, we've got number two, and that's Omega and Hangman. Look, Kenny Omega is the best bout machine in the world, but Hangman is entertaining as hell. I love watching this dude do his thing. Cowboy stuff is my favorite part of Dynamite right now. Do you, Hangman, do you. At number one, we got the champion of the world, Chris Jericho. He had a great promo. People are singing his songs. He's winning matches. He holds down the top spot because, baby, he's the best. And that was your Elite of the Week. That was your Elite of the Week. 
I'm going to give a uh, special honor to number six, Kip Sabian, because he had three matches in the past three shows. He didn't necessarily do so well in all of them, but I think you get a participation award this week, young man. That is nice. Considerate of you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. What else is considerate is uh, letting everyone share where we can find each other online. Roger, can you let everyone know where they can find you? You got it. You can find me on Twitter, Roger underscore Corral. And Jessica. Twitter, J O'Connor with three N's. Instagram, at Jessica O'Connor underscore. And Josh in the booth. You guys can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. What? Oh! He's with the times. Yes. Uh, <laughs> also, make sure to check out Anissa Bar online. You can find me at jackcfarmer.com as well as at Real Jack Farmer across all social media. You can also check me out every Monday on the WWE Raw After Show at 9 p.m. Pacific as well as <laughs> the uh, AEW Social Media Skim. Every Wednesday night, right here on After Buzz TV. Thank you so much for joining us, and until next week, do your best and be yourself. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.